Welcome to Preheated, kitchen wisdom and friendly chat from two friends who love to bake. I'm Andrea Ballard, and in this short and sweet bonus episode, we've got a special treat for you, an interview with pie guru and award-winning book author Kate McDermott, who wrote Art of the Pie. So sit back and relax, grab yourself some coffee, and stay tuned for some sweet talk. Please welcome pie guru and award-winning author Kate McDermott from Pie Cottage in Port Angeles, Washington. Welcome, Kate. Good morning, Andrea. How are you today? I am well. How are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. I'm very excited to be here. Well, we're super excited to have you in the end of our National Pie Month. It's such a perfect way to wrap up the month for us. Perfect. It seems like everywhere I turn these days, I'm seeing Art of the Pie winning yet another award. So real quick, tell us what that must feel like to have your pie book published and receiving accolades from all over. Uh, truthfully, I feel like Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of keep looking over my shoulder like, uh, is somebody going to like say, um, I'm sorry, it really is meant for somebody else. <laughs> But it's it's amazing, and I'm so grateful. Uh, my goal all along has been to present uh, the ease and um, the happiness that pie making can be, and uh, that's why I wrote the book. Well, it certainly seems to have resonated with many people, experienced bakers, new bakers. What do you think is going on in our society right now? Why is pie such a hot topic? Well, I think that um, we're looking always, whether now or a hundred years ago, or maybe even a hundred years or more in the future, uh, we're always looking for ways to connect with something that is real. Mm -hmm. And pie is something that, uh, or homemade pie is something that you make with your hands and uh, you put a, lo a lot of your heart into it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, that it resonates with people as being something authentic. Now, that's not to say that if you uh, just feel like hmm, your pie making chops are not quite um, up to what you imagine you'd like them to be, that uh, presenting a pie that you've maybe bought somewhere is wrong because still the joy that you get from giving that pie uh, to someone, presenting mm -hmm. that pie, mm -hmm. is just as great. And I think more than anything, it's that intangible feeling of, you know, what's what's in that pie dish. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that thought. It's like you're holding out a little piece of your heart or something when you hand them that dish. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you think making homemade pie intimidates people? What is it about it that's so scary? Well, one of the things that I always hear in classes, and I've taught well over 2,000 people now across the country, and in Europe too, oh. is, um, I know, how lucky is that? <laughs> <laughs> the traveling pie teacher. <laughs> Someone, I have a very close friend who calls me the pie piper. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> um, but I think um, when when people come to class, they'll, they just really feel, I, I see a lot of people shaking in their boots when it gets to the, the dough part, making dough, rolling mm -hmm. out dough. Um, 
because, you know, maybe they've been told it's hard or, and, Uh you know, so, but maybe they've never tried before, or maybe they have tried with a recipe that didn't give them enough information. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I just really try and demystify it so that it's, it's pretty easy. Now, the other thing is when they come to class, they'll say, can I make a pie like my Uncle Joe made? Yeah. And I said, well, maybe, but how about you make your own pie, which will be perfect in itself? Yeah, trying to match up to some uh, nostalgic memory can be pretty impossible. And two, trying to match up with a picture is, uh, you know, on a magazine cover. Oh, yeah. Or the centerfold of a magazine. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's a high bar to reach. I, I don't think I've ever reached it. <laughs> well, I say ignore centerfolds in all areas of life, but especially when it comes to pie. <laughs> Amen to that, sister. Um, well, I learned about you from a friend of mine who went to your pie camp, and she just started raving about it online. And I, I thought to myself, Am I, did I misread this? Is there actually such a thing as pie camp? So I, I realized when I was thinking about it the other day, I actually did two pie camps, although I'm not sure the first one counts as a camp because we we did it at Pie Cottage um, and it was a day long. We'll call that day camp. That was day. Okay, perfect. That was day camp. And so that just wet my whistle and (laughs) um, just sort of exposed me to how much fun it could be. And then, you know, I found out that you did the the three or the four day long pie camp. So what is it that you think students are looking for when they're coming to pie camp? What are they hoping to get out of it? Oh, I think it's um, it's summer camp for adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. those of us who you know maybe didn't get to go to summer camp, or um, we're looking for a way to perhaps leave our day to day experiences behind and do something that not only is it for us um, to you know it's it's a treat to come um, in more ways than one. Uh, you're treating yourself. You're making a treat for someone else, learning to do that. And you're you're many times in actually in day camps or in the multi day camps. Relationships are built here uh, through the magic of pie that continue on outside of uh, the camps. Many times, yes. I think you experienced that. Yes. Yes. I mean, the minute I wrote those two gals I met on Whidbey Island and said, hey, I'm coming to Nashville, I think I just asked them for some restaurant recommendations. And they immediately said, no, let's do a pie reunion. (laughs) And it was so much fun. Um, Just finding those commonality with people that you've never met before. And the other thing I noticed was there were a lot of sisters and mother daughters in my group. So is that typical that you'll see some family relationships? Very much so. I've had um, mother sons. I've had sisters. I've had um, uh, husbands and wives. Uh, I've, it's been all over the place of, of who comes. I've had best friends. Yeah. Um, uh, there was one camp I did uh, in a different state where uh, multi-generations of a family came in varying um, configurations, and they actually used it to uh, kind of band-aid together um, uh, factions of the family that had been fractured. Oh, 
That was that was amazing. Well, talk about kind of serving a a bigger purpose. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you know, it's almost like that lattice crust that you weave on the top of the pie. Uh, All those strips that are individual, then coming together and making something that's that's woven together that's quite beautiful and is all one. Oh, I love that. Even if it's got some cracks and some burnt crust, which most of us have. <laughs> oh, me, I'm right at the top of the list, Andrea. Well, your slogan, I think it's on your website where I saw it, is making the world a better place one pie at a time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, that story you just told is really a great example of how, you, how you're doing that. How else do you see that happening? I know you run some Facebook groups and you have a reach that's so broad with people that you've taught and people who have just joined the, the group because they love to bake pie. How do you see pie changing their lives? Well... Um, number one, uh, I think that they find, um, they, they decide to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if they can be successful in one small thing, like pie making, mm-hmm. which when you come to think of it, you know, it's really kind of, you know, both a, a very small thing that we do, but also a very large thing in, you know, what it represents. But, you know, in the, in the actual uh, physicality of making the pie, it's a very small thing. And if they can have success in that, then perhaps that can translate into other areas of their, their life that, well, if I made a pie, you know, like, well, maybe I can do this too, or yeah. maybe that too. So I think uh, that's, that's, maybe one of the biggest things is just you know not to to lose the fear of trying something and just saying okay what could go wrong if if it doesn't turn out right just get the lasagna pan out and (laughs) flip the pie into it and you've got the best crumble in the world I love that. Yeah, it's, you know, I think back so often to your your one-liners or your quotes or your little words of wisdom, and I do remember you saying multiple times, like, it's not brain surgery, it's just pie. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, you don't have to take it so seriously. Um I, I think for me personally, too, it was being willing to ask for help. So that's something I think, especially as, you know, I I get older, I I struggle with because there are things I think I should know. And then when I I realize I don't, that feels awkward. Um, And and then being willing to fail. And um, that is, is still a scary thing for me. But when, you know, someone's having a party and they ask me to bring a pie, I really want to do it. Um, but there's still that little bit of anxiety that until you cut into it, you still don't quite know what you're going to get. Right. Um, I uh, said to someone one time that um, I love both my successes and my failures. It's my, and it's okay not to know the answer. Um, yeah. And, Asking asking a question, the only bad question is the one you don't ask. I right. learned that from uh, from my parents. Yeah, and uh, um, so I just encourage people to um, if you don't know something, uh, then if you're interested, ask the questions, find the person who can help you, and you know continue ahead. Yes. Well, and the thing I've found from um, pie people that seems to be holding true, no matter, you know, their age or what part of the country or the world they're coming from, is they're very generous. 
They're very um, giving with their recipes, with their advice, but also very open-minded, you know, very much like, well, this is what works for me, but you do what works for you. I agree. I have, I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, Andrea, I have found the pie making community of my pie brothers and sisters to be absolutely uh, so generous, uh, as you say, with recipes, with information, with techniques. I have, I continue to learn something at every class, uh, every day camp, every every pie camp. Uh, yeah. And, and in the groups that on the Facebook groups, we have, um, pie nation. And right now we're coming the last week of a really great group, um, on food 52, their, uh, cookbook club. Cookbook club. That's so exciting. Is this the first year you've done that? Well, this is the very first time that Food Fifty Two has done it. Uh, okay, and you got sele- and you got selected for it. That's so amazing. Art of the Pie was selected as their inaugural book. Uh, so the entire month of February um, um, has been all Art of the Pie, and I continue to see people who have uh, you know got the book, bought the book, received the book. And they're making their first time pies or their, you know, a thousandth pie. And they are, the first timers are saying, I can't believe I did this. I'm seeing people who said three weeks ago, I never made a pie in my life. And now I have made 15. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that is humbling to me. And those who are, uh, you know, on their thousandth pie are saying these recipes work. I, uh, you know, this, I didn't know this trick. And some of them are saying, I, I know this trick. So this, this is what the pie community is like. Yes. Oh my gosh. So what advice would you give to that person who's sitting there and they're ready to tackle baking their first pie? Maybe they have your book in front of them and they've picked out their recipe, or maybe they're trying to recreate uncle Joe's where should they start? I think getting into the right frame of mind is really uh, important for me. I'll, I'll say what's important for me. And um, I have uh, one of the biggest rules that I have uh, for myself is, um, is to keep everything chilled, especially myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great rule. Yeah. And, and you know, just to... Um, Kind of use some common sense. Common sense in pie making is very important. If if you look at a piece of the butter or the vegetable shortening or the leaf lard that you have in the dough and you think to yourself, hmm, I wonder if this is too big. It probably is. You've probably answered your own question. If you think if the dough looks like it's really getting sticky, 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 then it probably is too wet. You know, use some common sense. Yes, I I really learned that in our multi-day pie camp because um, I noticed when I or another participant would ask you a question, you often would toss it back to us and say, why are you asking? And, you know, so I'd say like, Kate, do I need to add more water? And you'd say, well, why are you asking? And I'd say, well, because it looks like it's still too dry. And then you would say, well, then it probably is. And <laughs> it was this, you know, it, you never screamed at me, you know, trust yourself, lady. But, you know, slowly <laughs> after my third or fourth time of realizing, oh, Every time I ask a question, Kate's pointing out that I I probably know the answer. So right. just trust myself. Right. Just go with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is so great to think about getting in the right frame of mind because, um, you know, I figured we could talk all day about, you know, techniques and tools and leaf lard and all of that sort of thing. But really that emotional component is the first place to tackle things, I think. I think so too. Yep. Well, one final question then. Um, If you could only have one dessert for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, in all desserts everywhere? Yes, I'm making you oh, from all desserts. Oh, you cannot believe right now the slideshow that is going through my, my uh, brain. <laughs> um, it started with a goat cheese cheesecake that I had once that was oh. delicious. Um, and then it went through a few little chocolate things that, uh, uh, there's nothing like a good chocolate mousse. Um, and, um, I do like my mocha pie quite a lot. Oh, um, yes. but I think if it were just one thing, the last thing that, that popped into my head was a perfect peach. Ah, uh. and that's the peach that is so sweet and so juicy that, it's like tasting summer. It's like feeling the sun on your uh, shoulders and tasting summer and the, the juice is dripping down your chin and you're having to slurp it back. And, and you do say those, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you moan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I think you might have shared a box of those perfect peaches with us, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> Which now looking back on it was very generous of you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kate. It was such a pleasure to talk to you today. Listeners, we hope you will find Kate's award-winning book, Art of the Pie, at your local bookstore or online at a variety of outlets. You can find her on Facebook in Pie Nation or on her website, artofthepie.com. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you, Andrea, and be happy. Make pie. We will. Oh my gosh, what a fun chat. I hope you all get a chance to check out Kate's book and her blog. We'll include links to everything in the show notes. But now the timer's buzzed and I've got to get back to the dishes. Remember, you can find us and our featured recipes on our website, preheatedpodcast.com, on Facebook and the Preheated Group, and on Pinterest. Until next time, thanks for listening and sweet dreams. Preheated is written, performed, and edited by Andrea Ballard and Stephen Cohn in association with 24th Floor Productions.